Hello and welcome back to Netno, the networking show. Felt the need to sing that one. So welcome back. Um, today I want to talk to you about pre-networking networking. So this is lovely, practical stuff. As long as you're not driving, get your salon pen and paper because you're going to want to write all this down. Right. So there's lots of ways that we can set ourselves up for success when it comes to going to networking events. And there's loads of stuff that we can do before the event even starts to help make sure that we are getting the most out of that networking opportunity. And especially if you are traveling a long way to get there, you're investing a lot of time and money. It's maybe, you may be even flying across the world to go to a conference. We want to make sure that we are improving that return on investment. And that's the last episode that we did. So if you've not listened to that already, click on it, go and have a listen and then come back so you're up to speed. But pre-networking networking, here are some things that we can be doing before the event even begins to help to help set us up for that success. So the first thing we want to do is we want to have a look and see if we can get our hands on a delegates list. These used to be, they used to have them everywhere and then GDPR came along and just ruined it for everyone. And um, used to be able to get them willy-nilly, but not so much now. But have a little look on the website that, of the host. So wherever the host of the event is promoting the tickets for the event, um, have a little look on that website and see if there is any, so sometimes you can see who else book to attend start stalking okay start doing a little bit of research we want to have a look who else is attending if there's no delegates on there and maybe the event has got an exhibition area start researching the ex ex exhibitors that's a hard one start researching those exhibitors research the businesses start creating a little hit list of people that you want to have conversations with at the event if there's none of that, then what we want to do is we want to have a look on the profile of the host on their social medias and any posts that they've put out there about the event, who's engaging, who's commenting, who's saying, oh, I'm really looking forward to this. There's your delegate. Start having a look at anyone that you come across that you think would be a great person for you to speak to. You want to connect with them before you even get there. Send them a little connection request, personalize it, say, oh, I see that you're going to this event next week. I'm going as well. Would be great to connect. If it's someone that you already know or someone that you're already connected with and you think that it would be good to chat with them, then we can start prearrange meetings. So prearrange meetings within the event itself, even if it's just like a two hour relaxed informal coffee, set yourself up a couple of catch-ups within it. We're reducing the risk of like having a, a not a flop of an event, but like sometimes we want to, we don't want to rely on serendipity too much. Okay. So if you can set up some meetings within the event, it means that one, when you wake up on the morning of the event and you're having a bad hair day and you can't be asked, you are far more likely to attend as are those people as well. If you just leave it to chance or if you just see that they're going, but you don't say anything to them, they might just, you know, not bother on the day. They might be having a bad day. Don't feel like it, whatever. Um, but if you have conversations with them beforehand and pre-arrange those meetings within the event everyone's likely to attend and it means that you 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 know that worst case scenario if you don't speak to anyone else you've got one or two people that you've already organized to have a chat with and it makes it easier to approach them as well and um, you'll see them at the event and you'll be like oh hi I'm the one that I sent you a message on LinkedIn oh it's nice to meet you in 3d you know make a joke about it and um, again it just it breaks the ice before you even get to the event which is wonderful 
Another thing that we want to do is that if the event, especially if it's like a larger event, like a conference or an exhibition or something like that, or an awards or whatever, have a little search of any hashtags that that event has got associated with it. So again, LinkedIn's great for this, Twitter's really good for this. So just search that hashtag and then you'll have a literal list of all the people who are posting or engaging in content about that event. And there's your delegates list. So again, make sure that you are getting involved, getting social, um, comment, engage yourself, use the hashtag and post about the fact that you are attending these events so that allows other delegates to find you and again start having these conversations with people before you even get there. Another thing that we want to do before we go networking, if we haven't already, we want to start communicating and building a relationship with the host. I've said it before, I'll say it again, the host of any networking event is by far the most connected person in that room. Their job is to you know, help you succeed by attending their events. They want you to meet the right people. So start having conversations with them, You know, get in touch with them if you've never met them before and say, hi, I'm coming to your event for the first time. Um, I don't really know anyone at your network. If there's anyone that's working in this area or doing this, I'd love to have a chat with them. If you could introduce us, that would be awesome. Um, so having these conversations with the host before you even get there, wonderful, wonderful way to to kind of, again, reduce that serendipity reliance. Another thing we want to do before we even set foot in a networking event is think about anyone in your network that would get value from attending that event. So who do you know in your network that would potentially be interested in this topic and therefore get value from coming along? Or think about people that you've maybe not spoke to in a while, um, you've not had a catch up with them, and reach out to them and say, oh, I'm going to this event. In a few weeks, I thought you might like it. Let me know if you can come and we can maybe catch up while I'm there. Or you can catch up before or after. So if you're investing, especially travel time, if you're driving like an hour to go to an event, we want to make the best use of that time. So pre-arranging catch-ups within the event, but also who else do you know in that location that you've maybe not spoken to in a while? Who could you have a coffee with beforehand? Who could you go for lunch afterwards? So again, look at imagine managing our time to improve that return on investment from travel and the, expect the expense of traveling as well. I would say on that one, that if you are more of an introverted person, the event itself is probably going to be quite tiring for you. Um, or if in general you just feel tired after networking, it can, it can suck our souls out for want of a better phrase. I'm sure there's a better phrase for that, but we'll go with it. Um, if you do find networking quite tiring, then straight after the event, don't book in a meeting straight after. Give yourself like an hour, do some admin work, maybe do some follow-up actions that have come out of the event. So if you've met anyone in the event and you've said, oh, I'll send you a link to that or I'll introduce you to this person, block out some time in your diary, give yourself a chance just to you know, recharge those batteries, um, find a coffee shop somewhere or find a quiet place in the venue that the event's just been in and then go and sit, do that and then have a meeting afterwards or have a catch up with someone afterwards. So it's that pre-arranging, that wrap around the event. So you're managing your time, managing your diary, it's just gonna help return, help that return on investment from the travel and from the, the, the investment of energy into it essentially. So 
There are some e really easy, wonderful things that we can do. Look at managing your time as well. So make sure that if you are going to a big event, we want to block out some time afterwards, either the day after or a couple of days after, um, to do all those follow-up actions, to connect with all the people on LinkedIn, to send emails and messages. You know, that follow-up admin is really important, and I'll, I'll do another episode on that. But before the event starts, make sure we block out some time afterwards so we've got it in the diary so we make, we're more likely, again, to do all those lovely follow-up tasks but pre-arranging those meetings within the event having conversations with people utilizing social media and um, getting the most out of the event itself and leaving it less and less to risk and being a lot more strategic so that when we go along we're more likely to go along we're more likely to you know make sure that we attend and we're far more likely to get loads more back in return from it so there you go, pre-networking, networking, who knew? So before you even set foot in the event, some wonderful practical things that we could be doing to make sure we are setting ourselves up for success. So off you go, get networking and subscribe, hit the bell, and I'll see you over at the next episode. A Liquid Studios production.